Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural episode of Happily Ever After That, a podcast in which we explore um, different kinds of loss and how we have learned to deal with, uh, recover from, and move on from those losses um, a lot of times together as a couple. This is Nate, and across from me is my beautiful fiance, soon-to-be wife in exactly one week, Jen. <laughs> Hi, babe. One week and one day. Yes, that's let's, true. Let's be correct. Yes, and yes. Be correct. Hello, I am Jen. <laughs> yes. So um, we do have a TikTok channel already going with the same name, um, Happily Ever After That. And the website and blog will soon be operational as soon as one of us, probably me, um, does something about that. But uh, for now, we're, we're starting with this because the editing process, of course, takes some time and we have to uh, get our thoughts out there. So... Um, the the first bit of background, um, maybe in some of the first things we'll talk about with regard to loss is, um, on my end, I was a widower, and we'll talk about the healing and process involved in moving on from being a widower to being a husband um, to you. And on your end, you started suffering from hair loss um, recently, which was pretty traumatic and kind of surprising, too. Okay. Yes, but I would say that actually <laughs> that's like the least of my loss. That's true. But it was the most recent after the healing process of all the other loss, which was like abuse of parents, foster care, childhood abuse, narcissistic abuse, a decade long marriage of horrendous abuse. And then finally going, oh, I'm happy I healed. I did all this work. And then, oh, now all your hair is going to fall out. <laughs> it was kind of like a F you yeah. from the universe, but um, it was stress related and actually had to do with the emotional, you know, tr situation of being someone with a widower, which is incredibly painful, yes. actually. And so while it's finally maybe slowing down a little, yeah. um, that was a big uh, moment of loss that we experienced together. Yeah, it was. Um, and if anybody's caught the uh, the TikTok video of that, it was pretty um, emotional. It was it was special. It was meaningful. Um, it was beautiful, actually. But of course, it also represented you know um, that loss. And as a woman, I think that's very difficult to deal with because the sort of your hair is a is a defining and element of femininity, and at least exactly. in some societies' eyes, right? Yeah, no, it did feel like a loss of my femininity, a loss of my identity, yeah. a loss of something that was mine, my hair, right? Yeah, exactly. Shaving it off while it was freeing still to this day. When I look in the mirror without it, it feels like I'm not the me I used to be. It's very difficult. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and of course, I mean, I have to say, you look beautiful with or without it. Um, and I don't have to, I don't mean I have to say that. I mean, I have to say that like it must be said because it's true. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a the, journey. The, the typical words I hear from friends and whatever is you pull it off, yes. which to me is kind of like that double-edged sword of, okay, oh. well you can, you can still be you and cute with it but it's you pull it off as an it is this negative connotation of a girl without her hair yeah it's painful yeah i know people are are you know meaning well when they say it right but you can pull it mm -hmm. quotation mm -hmm. fingers yeah. air quotes air going quotes. off 
is you can pull off something that is not ideal in society standards of beauty. And it does still kind of take a little dig in my heart every time I hear that from the most well-meaning, um, uplifting women. Of course. That's difficult. It is, yeah. I mean, I've I've even said it to you several times. A lot, it, everyone does. Yeah. It's, it, oh, well, it's okay. You can pull it off. Right. <laughs> you pull it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just... No, you look beautiful. And you do. Because society standards is beauty is hair. Women are beautiful and sensual and hair is what makes them attractive. So you pull it off, meaning you pull this non-ideal beauty off is okay. And I'll I'll take it, honestly. Like, (laughs) I kind of like it sometimes. Yeah. Um, And it helps me in my work environment where I feel like it's a very masculine environment where you are competing and um whatever but no you pull it off <laughs> stop saying that to people that choose a non um standardized <laughs> a way to, way oh, to uh, let me uh, i'm not articulating it yeah, yes no, I, like I see what you stop mean. saying you pull it off right. just say you're beautiful because yes, yes. <laughs> you pull it off means you're yeah able to do this weird thing that most people deem not beautiful yeah yeah and it was, you know, one of the first things I said in trying to be supportive, of course, was was recalling some of the, um, you know, the more famous actresses and roles that they've played where, where you know, these beautiful, powerful, sexy women have pulled, and not to say pulled that off, but they've, they've actually done it in a way that, you know. Trinity. <laughs> yeah, the Trinity from The Matrix, uh, Charlize Theron, and at least a few things. Um, who else? uh, uh Sigourney Weaver and as you know yeah. Ripley and, and stuff but no and that that was great and the one thing that my trainer mm-hmm. my so I go Personal to a trainer, trainer yeah. I do weight training with um with her and she is this gorgeous you know younger than me woman and she but she's so uplifting and I walked in with my new haircut and she didn't go oh you're pulling it off she went holy crap, you look like uh, one of those badass women in yes. a superhero movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> I and was like, good... see, that feels good. That's a nice thing. Yeah. She was like, you look like the, you know, mm-hmm. the kick-ass woman in a movie. Like, good. that felt good. That good. was yeah. not, you're pulling something off this yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> she just said that, and it was very cute. And one of the things that made me feel more confident without wearing my fake hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, the wig industry is kind of interesting and you know you've just kind of started to dip your toes into it but it seems to it seems to range this this insane spectrum from you know these $20 costume wigs all the way up to these 3 to 4 to $5,000 real human hair wigs that are supposed to fit and look perfect so that nobody can tell and of course you've landed on one that was about in the middle um, as your primary one um, how was that experience sort of looking at those and trying to decide what to do about it. I think that some of the costume ones are fun. And honestly, one of the ones I've worn for date nights was the $20 Amazon one. Yeah. And you can't really tell. Yeah. But it's not comfortable and it's for short term. And the $2,000 one for the wedding and everything mm. is very comfortable. But I still don't know if I'd wear it every day. I think yeah. that if I had something permanent, genetic, or I didn't still have my cute boy haircut underneath, 
which I can still handle um, if I had like alopecia or something that mm-hmm. other women struggle with. I think I probably would want the three, $4,000 ones that are yeah. made to be very comfortable and worn every day, all day, or, you know, more than one of the two, $3,000 ones because right. it's your hair. It, it really is. And there's a lot of women now on TikTok speaking out and showing like, it's okay to need this and want this and wear this and feel beautiful in this. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky and blessed that this is temporary for me and I still have something going on underneath. Yeah. Um, the timing was really rough for me with the wedding coming up. So I wanted one of the more high end, not noticeable for pictures and everything. If this ends up being a permanent thing, then I'm going to, you know, get ready to have a whole closet full of <laughs> <laughs> mannequin of, heads with hair of $3,000 hair yeah. things because yeah. I do, I'm a girly girl and I like to be right. a pretty girl and I like to do makeup and wear, and, you know, have my hair done. So I don't think I could ever be okay with permanently having a shaved head or no hair or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's difficult for, I think anybody to, um, deal with even you were talking about how even men, um, they, they experience that also as a loss, but they don't really express it in the same ways. And, you know, fortunately for me, I don't have to experience that problem, but I think, you know, being supportive across the gender lines is, is also good, but you've, I think you've met more. It, it means more when it's, when it's woman to woman, right? It's, it's something. No, you know, I, I, I've watched videos of men too crying. Mm-hmm. Young, especially oh, right. when they're younger, when they lose their hair. Okay. Yeah. That is loss. That is loss no okay. matter what gender you are, what age That's you true. are. It is a loss. That's a good point. I think it's easier to take when mm. you're a certain gender, and mm. I think it's easier to handle when you're a certain age. Mm. But hair loss is loss. A hundred percent. Um do I think it 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 maybe takes a little more away from women because we feel like we lose our femininity when we lose our hair? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think that men also suffer with going, I don't feel like myself anymore. I've lost my hair. Yeah. And um, it's a little, society Society is a little easier on men where they can just shave their head, but they don't want to. Like, yeah, of course. I watched this, this TikTok video of this man going, okay, I'm finally going to do this. And he literally is bawling while he shaves his head mm. um, because he liked doing his hair. It's, it's lost. It's lost yeah, for everyone. It is. It's you have to shift your identity and how you see yourself and perceive yourself. And yeah. it, it takes something from you. Yeah. Agreed. Hair holds memory. Oh, my hippies coming <laughs> well, out. My native yes, American right. Cherokee uh, princess huh? coming out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hair also holds memory. Yeah. It, it really does. And that's, um, there's documentation of that. It holds, it's our, it's our cells. It's our DNA. So it's hard to lose that. It, yeah. it, it definitely is lost no matter who you are. I might, I, I might. Yes. Edit that, that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I should explain the tinkling ice sound. Sorry. Yes. I do like my. Did we talk? We did this in our. This was, the, our this was on TikTok. Yes, yes. So this is our debate. Is right. it yerba mate or yerba mate? Right. Hard seltzers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the white girl in me wants to call it yerba mate. Right. But I feel like. I've been told that's wrong, but that's yeah. what you ke- hear clinking against the glass yes. as I talk. That is the the clinking ice sound. Um, what isn't it originally? Yerba mate is like a, f- a special kind of tea, right? I think so. Yeah. It was like a health drink. Yeah, and then and then these guys created a, a seltzer out of it. 
Right. Called Yerbuzz. Y-E-R-B-U-Z-Z. Unofficial sponsor of the Your show. Yerbuzz. <laughs> Yerbuzz yes. is sponsored by Yerba Mate. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I, I, where I was going was is this show is sponsored by Yerbuzz, the company who makes the drink that you're drinking. But is it called your buzz though? I, well, yeah, that's the I thought brand. it was like a joke. Like no, your buzz, your is the buzz brand. like your buzz. No, that's the brand. <laughs> the brand is your buzz. The product is your Bamante hard oh, seltzer. It's not like your buzz. I mean, I'm sure it? that's why they made it the brand name, but <laughs> it is the actual but it brand. It was name. a T before that didn't get people buzzed. So I'm super confused now. No, don't Nobody cough. I don't have COVID. Me. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so uh, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this uh, introductory episode. We hope to see you um, many, many times after this for uh, more topics on loss and recovery from them and being happy after them, because that is the point of this is to show people that you can uh, go through these things, process them, recover from them and be happy after them even though maybe it doesn't seem like that at first. And we are living proof of that. And I think... We are ridiculously happy. We are. We and are in very, love. We and are. And living in... Living in the present, living for each other. Yes. happy space. We are. And I think that's the, the most important takeaway as we uh, continue to go, you know, dive into these topics. So uh, like us, follow us, and subscribe, of course. Uh, <clears throat> happily ever after that. Dot com and on all the socials, well, at least a few of them. Um, YouTube, TikTok, it's all, I think I snagged them. Yes, we, we shall be there. We'll look for more content soon. Thank you and good night. <laughs>